In a small town in Belarus, there lived a Gvir, a wealthy Jew, who was Nebuch, a miser. That means he doesn't like to give tzedakah at all. Whenever he was approached for a donation, he would take out of his pocket an old copper coin, a quarter of a kopeck, and offer it as his contribution. No matter how desperate the appeal was, whether it was a needy bride or saving a Jew from being sent to prison for an unpaid debt or helping a storekeeper who had lost his store to get back on his feet, the response would be the same. Out would come the old, rusty, quarter kopeck piece. When this happened time after time, people became insulted, so they would throw this old rusty quarter kopeck coin back at the miser. And when even this seemed to have no effect, people stopped asking him to donate until something happened that got the whole town excited. A young couple were getting ready to be married. Neither of them had parents, Loyalenu. Because they were penniless, the whole town took it upon themselves to provide them with all of their needs. Clothing and linens for the kala, clothing for the chosen, pots and pans, knives and forks, all of the things they would need to set up and the people in the town also made sure that the chosen and kala would have a beautiful suda for the chasana, something that everyone would enjoy and everyone had contributed to the special fund, and everyone was invited to participate in the Simcha. All except one person, a rich miser. No one had asked him to contribute to the special fund because they felt he wouldn't give, and even if he did give, it would be a quarter of a kopeck only, and not very useful at all. In the middle of all of the preparations for the chasana, a calamity happened, Loyalenu. The chassan was arrested by the chief of police because he had been avoiding military service. Alexander the Tsar had forced all Jews to be subjected to military service. They could be excused by paying a certain tax. And since military service in the Russian army for a Jew meant being exposed to persecution an awful pressure to convert, and great difficulty in holding by the most basic mitzvahs of Shabbos and Kashrus, so almost no Jews would go into the military service, they would instead pay the tax. Now, the chief of police in this town was new at the job, but everybody knew already that he was a real anti-Semite. When he heard about the big chasana in which the whole town was excited to participate, he thought it would be a good opportunity to strike all of the Jews. So he sent his men to arrest the groom for military service, Davka, on the day of the Hasana. So a special delegation of Jews immediately went to the chief of police to arrange for the release of the groom by paying the tax. But the chief threw them out. If you bother me again... I will have you sent to Siberia. These poor Jews were really in a difficulty. What should be done? 
At that moment, the most distinguished visitor arrived in town, the world-famous Rabbi Schnur Zalman of Liodi. He was the one who had actually made the shidduch between the two orphans, and he came to be Masada Kedushin and to rejoice with the chassan and kala. Far from rejoicing, he found the bride and the groom and all of the townspeople in a state of shock and confusion. The Alter Rebbe asked what the problem was. He was told the entire story, so he asked the Rav of the town to accompany him to the chief of police. The chief met them with hostility and was about to throw them out when the Alter Rebbe glared at him, which left him stunned and speechless. A few moments later, he was able to ask how he could help the visitors. We have come to ask you to release the chassan, said the Rebbe. He's to be married tonight. He's not at all suited to be a soldier in the Tsar's army. We are ready to pay the tax to obtain his immediate release. Just name the amount. Now, the chief of police was a gambler. He owed a local parrots a lot of money. So he saw a chance to squeeze that sum of money from the Jews. Fine, said the chief of police. The amount is 1,000 ruble. The Altarebbe replied immediately, You will receive this amount before the sun goes down. As soon as they left the police chief's office, the Rav spoke to the Rebbe and said, How can we possibly raise such a large sum of money from these poor townspeople? And before sunset today? The Rebbe responded, The Abishter is the father of all orphans. He will certainly not fail them. Come, we'll make up a list of all of the donors in town. They went to the Rav's house and sat down at the desk in the Rav's office. The Rav made a list of all of the people in town and the amount that could be expected from each of them. The sum total was just under 100 ruble, not even close to 1,000 ruble. He handed the list to the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe scanned the list and said, I see you have not included the name of the most wealthy person in town. Why? It would only be a waste of time, answered the Rav. He only gives a quarter of a kopeck. It's not of any use to us. Nevertheless, said the Rebbe, we will add his name to the list to give him an opportunity in the midst of Pidyan Shavuyim. The Alter Rebbe handed the list back to the rabbi. And seeing that the Rav was about to put the wealthy miser's name at the bottom of the list, the Alter Rebbe said, no, put his name at the top of the list. We will go to him first. The Rav and the Alter Rebbe approached the house of the wealthy miser, who happened to be standing in his window. He saw them approaching, so he went out to greet them and invited them in. The Alter Rebbe told the wealthy Jew what had happened to the poor Hassan and that they were now trying to raise 1,000 ruble to free him so that he could get married that very night as planned. The wealthy man said nothing, but brought out his old rusty quarter kopeck coin and offered it to the Rav. Before the Rav could say or do anything, the Alter Rebbe took the coin and said to the wealthy man, Yashar Kayach, may you have the schus to do many more mitzvahs. They turned to leave, but the wealthy Jew stopped them. One second, Rabbi Sai, I think think my contribution is, it's too small. Here, here's a ruble. 
The Alter Rebbe took the ruble and repeated the bracha. Yashur Koyach, may you have the schus to do many more mitzvahs. Tizkula mitzvahs. They turned and went to the door. But before they even reached the door, the wealthy Jew called them back. Rebbe, eh, excuse me, I'd like to give a little bit more. Here, here's a ten-ruble note. Oh, said the Alter Rebbe, Yashur Koyach, Tizkula mitzvahs. This happened several more times. The Alta Rebbe and the Rav would get further away. The wealthy man would call them back and offer him and contribute an even larger donation and receive the Rebbe's bracha. Finally, the wealthy Jew burst into tears. The Alta Rebbe and the Rav said nothing but waited for him to compose himself. Once the wealthy man was able to speak, he said to the Alta Rebbe, I once gave a beggar my quarter kopeck coin, and he threw it back in my face. I was so annoyed that I said to myself, this tiny copper coin is going to be my donation, whatever the cause may be, and whoever is asking, until someone will accept it with a friendly word. Since then, that quarter kopeck piece has always been thrown back in my face, along with scorn and abuse, until people stopped coming to me altogether. You, Holy Rebbe, you are the first person who accepted my donation with friendliness. You gave me the opportunity to participate in the mitzvah of Pidyan Shavuim, and you even found it in your heart to bench me, to do many more mitzvahs. You have changed me, Rebbe. You've made me a different person. I will never forget what you've done for me, and I will give you the full amount to pay for the groom's release. I give it with all of my heart, and I daven to Hashem that it will make up for all of the missed opportunities to give tzedakah that I have had over the years. The Alter Rebbe benched him again that Hashem should enable him to give tzedakah with an open hand and besimcha over tuv levav. Then, accompanied by the Rav, the Alter Rebbe hurried to keep his appointment with the chief of police. The chief was overjoyed with the money, and he brought out the chassan. The Alter Rebbe, the Rav, and the chassan set off immediately for the chuppah. The chuppah was celebrated with tremendous joy. One of the most distinguished guests, in addition to the Alter Rebbe, was the hero of the occasion, the wealthy Jew, the Gvir, who had donated the ransom money for the chassan. As news of his generosity became known to all of the people, the man who had been an outcast was now a respected and much-loved member of the Kihila. The dancing and singing and celebrating lasted well into the night, and as it was about to come to an end, somebody brought in the news that the Jew-hating police chief had died that very night in an accident. He was crossing the bridge over the river on his horse, and his horse had banged into the side of the bridge. The police chief had fallen off the horse and down into the river to his death. Early the following morning, the chassan went down to the river to Toivel. And there, near the bridge, he found a leather purse with a thousand ruble in it. He took it to the Rav, and the Rav said, Oh, Hashgacha Pratis. This is the very same thousand ruble 
that the police chief took from us as the price of your freedom. And as the police chief has left no family, the money is yours. Consider it as a wedding gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and use it in good health and happiness. Thank you.